It's a Thursday edition of Locked On Warriors. I'm Wes Goldberg, Warriors beat writer for the Mercury News. Make sure to follow Locked On Warriors on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Odyssey, or wherever you get podcasts for episodes every day, Monday through Friday. On today's show, I'll be breaking down last night's win over the Thunder, and if this means that the Warriors are peaking at the right time during this playoff push, this episode is brought to you by Locker Room. Download the app. Uh, join me by following me at WC Goldberg to get in on the action. Locker Room, changing the way we talk sports. You are Locked On Warriors, your daily Golden State Warriors podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. All right, we're doing this. The Warriors beat the Thunder last night, 147 to 109. A blowout win over a pretty bad Oklahoma City Thunder team. Now, for weeks, Warriors head coach Steve Kerr has been predicting that this team would string together a few wins, would break through. Well, Golden State, with last night's win, earned its first three-game win streak in nearly two months. Steph Curry, another blistering scoring performance, 42 points. Draymond Green, uh, just a classic Draymond performance with a triple-double. As the Warriors cruised to this win, they are now one game below 500 as we're talking, and Steph is playing as well as he has, I think, ever, certainly this season. He has now scored 30 or more points in seven straight games. Uh, This 42-point performance, he only needed three quarters to get it done. Uh, Steph, at at the end of the night, said, it's arguably the best I've felt physically and in rhythm, shooting the ball, seeing the game. I feel really good right now. This is a guy who is at the peak of his powers and is helped these Warriors somehow string together a few wins. This team has now, like I said, won three straight games for the first time since February 26. Only the second time all season that they've done this. They've won four of their last five, and they've got some quality wins there. I want to get to that part if, this, if, if, we've, if we think that this run is legit by the Warriors. We'll get to that here in a minute uh, and look at the rest of the schedule and see, okay, if this team is breaking through, what does that look like exactly? But to go back to the game, it was Steph's 25-point third quarter that really broke the game open. Draymond Green, 12 points, 10 rebounds, 16 assists in 30 minutes. Uh, and they ended up having a 44-point lead before the fourth quarter. Uh, a decisive 50-point third quarter overall for the Warriors, and, and Steph scored 50% of those points. It was the largest scoring quarter, by the way, for a team this season. Uh, we mentioned Steph. Just doing it from all over the place. 14 of 20 shooting overall. Made 11 of 16 three-pointers. He's now made 10 or more three-pointers in two straight games. The only player to ever do that is Steph Curry and James Harden. Only players, period, to ever have done that. Um, and, and he set the tone overall for a team that shot 51% from beyond the arc. They made 24 three-pointers in the game. Only one shy of setting a new franchise record. Kent Bazemore filled in for Kelly Oubre. Uh, Kevon Looney filled in for James Wiseman. And for the uh, Thunder, they didn't really get a whole lot of great efforts all the way around. This is a team that is overall bad. They're rebuilding. They don't have a lot going on for them. So a, a, a nice win for the Warriors, a blowout win for the Warriors, but ultimately one that they had to get, right? Um, and so with 17 games left in a frustrating year so far, uh, the Warriors, like I said, won three straight games, um, four of their last five. Yeah, this one came against the Thunder. Not a great team, but they also have gotten quality wins over Milwaukee and Denver uh, over the last week. Uh, and so, you know, is this the breakthrough that Steve Kerr predicted? 
Uh, we're going to talk about that here in a little bit. But before we get to that, do want to just shout out some of what we saw from Gary Payton. Uh, he looked good. He played nine minutes in garbage time. Uh, he's on this 10-day contract. It was the first real look that we got of Gary Payton. And in those, in those nine minutes, 10, 10 points and four steals. Garbage time minutes, sure. But that defensive effort is something that stood out. And Steve Kerr at the end of the game said, you know, I'll just quote it. My assistant coaches have been telling me when we put him in, we're not going to want to take him out because of his defense. And that seemed to be the case. Look, again, garbage time minutes can't take a huge, make any big conclusions off of that. But he looked good. And we know what he can do defensively. This is the defensive player of the year from the G League season. Uh, can, and the fact that he was able to score 10 points in nine minutes was huge. Can he become at least a little bit of a scoring threat? And, and that could warrant whether or not the Warriors give him a longer look. And, may, and, and if they do want to give him a longer look, they can re-sign him to a second 10-day contract when his first one expires April 17th, so this weekend. Um, and they'll still have another open roster spot, by the way, if they do want to add a big man. It'll cost them some money on luxury taxes, but they can still go that route, add another big, depending on what James Wiseman's prognosis is today. So we should find out, by the way, a little bit more about James Wiseman's status. He, uh, he is undergoing surgery today in Los Angeles, uh, I believe, and at that point we'll know more about his potential timetable for return. Is it going to take weeks? Is it going to take months? It all depends on what kind of surgery is required on that meniscus. So a lot going on in Warriors world uh, today and this week. We'll, we'll talk about more of uh, the Warriors playoff push, the rest of the schedule, and, and whether or not this, this winning streak that they're having is legit. But first, let's talk about Rock Auto. With the ever-increasing number of vehicle makes and models, it can be impossible to stock all the parts you need for your car, especially now while you might not be able to visit a traditional store. So do it easily online at rockauto.com. RockAuto.com is a family business serving auto parts to customers online for 20 years. Go to RockAuto.com to shop for auto and body parts from hundreds of manufacturers. They have everything you need from engine control modules and brake parts to tail lamps, motor oil, and even new carpet. Whether it's for your classic or daily driver, get everything you need in a few easy clicks delivered directly to your door. The RockAuto.com catalog is remarkably easy to navigate. Quickly see all of the parts available for your vehicle and choose the brand, specifications, and prices you prefer. Uh, best of all, prices at rockauto.com are always reliably low without the markup that you find at chain stores. So go to rockauto.com right now and see all the parts available for your car or truck, then write locked on in their How Did You Hear About Us box so they know we sent you. Amazing selection, reliably low prices, all the parts your car will ever need. Rockauto.com. Get all the sports news you need in less than 20 minutes with the Locked On Today podcast. Host Peter Bukowski updates you on the latest news in every major sport with the help of our local experts. Follow the Locked On Today podcast wherever you get podcasts. All right, looking ahead to see uh, this next stretch for the Warriors. So uh, Wednesday night's win over the Thunder kicked off a five-game road trip for this team uh, that continues tonight in Cleveland. So, like, Warriors, three straight games they've won. Four of their last five. Uh, it, this could have been very easily a five-game win streak had they just taken care of business against Washington. Now, look, that Milwaukee win, they were without Giannis, the Bucks were. The Warriors caught a break, barely got that win, one-point win over a Milwaukee team without their best player, but that's still a deep team with Drew Holiday and Chris Middleton, a lot of depth there. That's a quality win. I don't care. Whether or not Giannis is playing, I don't, that's a quality win, uh, especially given that the Warriors were coming off of a three-game losing streak. So... Um, that Washington loss stands out. 
But given that they were able to string together three more wins, that Houston win, okay, again, not a great team, very much like the Thunder, okay? So you got two wins over really two bad teams. But that's what you have to do. You have to take care of business against those teams. And that Denver win, that was a signature win. That was a huge win. So you, of these four games that they won, I think two of them, two of them were kind of, they snuck out. They beat the better team in two of those wins, and then two of those wins, they took care of business. So I think it's legit what they're doing here. And Steve Kerr has been saying that he thinks his team is on the verge of a breakthrough, on the verge of maybe stringing together a few wins and making this push for the playoffs. I think he's, I, I don't know that this team has completely turned the corner, but there are a few things happening here. James Wiseman's injury, no doubt, is a setback in his development. It, it hurts the Warriors long-term, probably, but... And we'll see to what extent. Again, depends on how long this rehab is going to take for him. Uh, but having Kevon Looney in that starting lineup is helpful. Okay? And even with Uber, and then, I'm sorry, Kevon Looney in the starting lineup, and then even with Uber out, you're replacing him with Kent Bazemore. Kent Bazemore's plus-minus is one of the best on the team, where Uber, yeah, he's been productive, but his plus-minus is not very good. His plus-minus is closer to James Wiseman than it is Kent Bazemore. And so you could argue because of these injuries that the Warriors starting lineup is actually better. Now, what suffers is a lack of production. You ended up crushing the Oklahoma City Thunder. You didn't need to shoot 51% from three-point range, but you did, and you're not going to every night. You're not going to make 24 three-pointers every night. Uh, but you're going to get a performance like this from Steph almost every night, it seems. And Draymond's scoring is starting to tick up a little bit more. He's feeling more comfortable with that shot. There's a recognition there that I think the Warriors need a little bit more from him, especially, again, with Wiseman out and Oubre doubtful for tonight's game against Cleveland. There's a lack of depth on this team, but I think the starting lineup is better. And when you can start games stronger, that could set the tone for the rest of these games. And by the way, it's getting Juan Descano-Anderson into the rotation. I think he deserves to be in that rotation. I think the Warriors are better when he plays. So you play Cleveland tonight. The Warriors right now, 27-28. One game below 500. One game below 500. They are still 10th uh, in the Western Conference standings, but they are, they're, they're, or I'm sorry, they're 9th. Tied for 9th now in the Western Conference standings with the Spurs. One game behind Memphis. One game behind Memphis for the 8th seed. And that's really what we're playing for, because Dallas... They're still, Dallas is three and a half games up for the seventh seed. So the Warriors, I think, could make it as high as the eighth seed still. So we'll see what happens with Memphis and San Antonio, but San Antonio's got a tough schedule going forward. Let's check Memphis's schedule here. Because the Warriors still have a pretty soft schedule going forward. Memphis has, yeah, Memphis has the 21st easiest schedule. The 21st hardest schedule, I should say, and Golden State has the 23rd. So Golden State still has an easier schedule remaining than Memphis does. And taking a look at these immediate next few games, Cleveland tonight. That You should win that game. I know it's a second half of back-to-back on the road. It's tough. It's, it's going to be a tough game just because of the schedule and the travel and all that. But it's a game that they can win and should win. At Boston on Saturday, the Celtics, look, I don't know that that's... They've put together a nice little run here, Boston has. Right? They've won four straight, seven of seven of the last ten. But they're beatable. Boston's beatable. 
Philadelphia, that's going to be tough. They're healthy. Joel Embiid's back. That's going to be a tough one. You probably lose that game. Then you're at Washington again for a redemption game. The Warriors should win that game. And then you play Denver at home. You were able to beat the Nuggets once before. You're going to walk into that game confident. You're going to do so with fans for the first time at Chase Center all season, so you're going to get an energy boost from that. That Nuggets game is... That could be winnable, given everything that's going to be happening with that. It's going to be tough. It's the first, game, it's the first home game back from a long road trip. Those are typically challenging. But you should have the fans' energy to help out there. And then Sacramento, Dallas, Minnesota, Houston... Those are winnable games. Even Dallas. Dallas is good. That's the best team in that stretch. But you should beat Sacramento. You should beat Minnesota. You should beat Houston. New Orleans twice on a road back-to-back. Maybe you split that. Oklahoma City twice on a home back-to-back. We just saw the Warriors wipe the floor with the Thunder. They should be able to build a cushion with those three Thunder games. And then you finish the year. Utah, Phoenix, New Orleans, Memphis all at home on a six-game homestand. Now, that last stretch is going to be tough. Utah, Phoenix, those are really good teams. New Orleans, good team. Memphis is a good team. Those are playoff teams, all of them. Playoff caliber teams, I should say. We'll see what happens with New Orleans. But you have an opportunity before those final four games to build a cushion and possibly go as high as the eighth seed. Now, 538... The Ringer, they have odds on all this. They predict both of those sites were predicting that the Warriors will end up with the ninth seed, which is okay. That's where they're at now. They'll be supplanting the Spurs of the ninth seed, so that's good. You get the ninth seed. If you beat the Spurs in the 9-10 game, you play the winner of Dallas-Memphis, and you could potentially get into a playoff series. It could happen. Kent Bazemore said this the other day. The Warriors are going to have the best player on the floor for any of those games, as good as Luka, even if they have to play Luka Doncic. Steph, the way he's playing, is just unbelievable. They're going to have the best player on the court for any of those games. Gives them a chance. Gives them a chance, and that's what they need, and they're giving themselves a chance right now. They've been taking advantage of a soft schedule, yes. They got a break in Giannis not playing in that game, sure. But this is a team that needs breaks. They haven't had many this year. It's been a frustrating season. Maybe they are turning the corner. I don't think that they're going to win the finals. I don't think they're going to win a playoff series. But I think getting playoff experience will be important for this team. Uh, we got a Twitter question from the game coming up next. But first, I want to talk about Bet Online. Bet Online is the fastest and easiest way to bet on all of your sports action. The NBA is making the playoff push, and the NHL season and Major League Baseball are in full swing. Bet Online even covers awards, TV shows, and reality TV, real time updated odds and props on almost anything you can imagine. Bet Online has you covered for all the new scores and odds. It's the best way to place your bets, and it's free to sign up. Head to the website or use your mobile device to sign up today and receive your 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. When you use the promo code Locked On, again, head to the website or use your mobile device to sign up today and receive your 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit, but only when you use the promo code Locked On. Bet online, your online sportsbook experts. Good more analysis on the top prospects available in this year's NBA draft with the Locked On NBA Draft podcast. Scouting reports, draft rumors, mock drafts, and full coverage of the draft four days a week from credentialed draft experts. Subscribe today and follow Locked On NBA Draft. Let's get to our Twitter question of the game. It comes from Dime, who writes in, is Steph Curry in 2021 better than Steph Curry in 2016? I think he is. I think he is. Look, let's just go with the stats first before we dig into this more. Steph Curry 2016. Here are his stats. 30.1 points per game, won the scoring title that year, 
on 50% shooting overall, 45.4% shooting from three-point range, uh, 6.7 assists, 2.1 steals. Um, he did that in 79 games, 34 minutes per game. Steph Curry, 2021, still about 34 minutes per game, 30.7 points per game, more, 49% shooting, slight dip in percentage, 42% from three-point range, so a slight dip in percentage there, um, and uh, six rebounds, or six assists, 5.6 rebounds, 1.3 steals. I think Steph 2016, the stats are more complete, 50-40-90 club, all that stuff. He's, he's a little shy of the 50-40-90 club this year. If Steph gets up to, he's at 49% shooting this year, he could still get up to the 50-40-90 club, and, and he, might, he might in fact do it. The raw stats, I think, are still better in 2016, but the scoring percentages, the, the scoring average is higher this year, even though the percentages aren't as high. And I think how he's doing it has just been more challenging. This is not a team with Klay Thompson and a Draymond Green who's actually able to shoot and all the things, and Andre Iguodala and Sean Livingston. Like, that was easy for him. I shouldn't say easy. It was easier for him in 2015 and 2016 than it is now. What Steph is doing now is more impressive than what he was doing in 2016. 32 years old now, 27 at 2016. At 32 years old now, he's bigger, stronger, getting to the rim more often, and does not have the help that he did. Does not have the help that he did back then. So much more pick and roll, so much more isolation, so much more of him bailing out the offense. The only reason the Warriors are even in the playoff race right now is because of Steph. The only reason we can even look ahead at the schedule like we just did is because of the way Steph is playing. I do think, and it's, it's, at first it struck me as hyperbole, a little exaggeration from the coaches and from the players, people around Steph, that, oh, he's the best he's ever been. I've never seen him play this good. You hear that all the time with every superstar. I've never seen him at this level, the peak of his powers. I think it's true. I think it's true with him. We've never seen this complete of a player offensively. Defensively, he's better than he ever has been. No, the steal numbers aren't there, but on a possession-to-possession basis, he's better defensively than he was back then, not getting beat back door as much. This is the more complete Steph Curry. Back then, he was doing it with a lot of catch-and-shoot, a lot of off-ball stuff, all that. Now, a lot more is demanded of him with the ball in his hands. Draymond Green is the only guy who's getting him the ball consistently in good spots. That team had Andre Iguodala doing it, Draymond doing it, Sean Livingston doing it. You had centers like David West and Andrew Bogut and these guys who were able to get him the ball. He doesn't, he doesn't have any of that anymore. It's all him. It's him and Draymond just figuring it out. He is lifting this team in a way that we have never seen Steph lift a team. And we have seen Steph lift teams. Not in this way. This is the most impressed I've ever been with Steph Curry. This is the most complete he's been. And it's why I argue this could be a second peak for him. And why the, the offense tilting into more isolation, into more pick and roll, will leverage his, these new strengths, these new things that we are seeing Steph Curry do. So I do, I do think, I agree with you, Dime. I think Steph in 2021 is better than Steph in 2016. Two-time MVP, by the way. That's not easy to do. But we're seeing something very special right now. And you'd hope that the Warriors were able to figure it out and put the pieces around him to go and at least compete for another championship. Because they owe it by him. I mean, he's playing like this. You've got the player. you got to surround him with the talent now. That's all you need. I think they're pretty far away, but not that far away. It's doable. 
You can do it in this offseason. So we'll see. Remember to subscribe to new episodes of Locked on Warriors wherever you listen to podcasts. Please rate, review, say nice things about the show. You can send your comments and questions to me on Twitter at WC Goldberg or email them to me at wgoldberg at bayarianewsgroup.com. Thanks for listening. Stay safe, and I'll see you here tomorrow morning.